Hey guys, welcome to the shit show of my 20s. I'm so excited that you guys are here. My name's Sophia. I started this podcast in the beginning of April and I got furloughed at the end of March. And quite honestly, it was so hard for me to comprehend and deal with that. I was like, I have two choices right now. I can start the podcast that I've always wanted to start or I can let this really deter me and start emotional eating and just sit on the couch and do nothing. And I decided to go with the first choice. And I'm so glad that I did because I've got to meet so many inspiring people from all over the world. And I hope that you guys see yourselves in some of these stories because I've just been having so much fun. This has been lighting me up so much. And I'm really glad that I put myself out there and decided to start it. You know, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to start it. And I'm so glad that I just did that. And I know as an introvert, it's been pretty hard to like put myself out there, talk in front of a camera, talk to all these people I don't know. But I feel like this has been such a growing experience for me. And I feel like I need to share that with you guys because maybe there's something in your life that excites you but kind of scares you at the same time. And maybe it's time to step into that. I had so much fun talking with Heather. We talked about how she created Goat Date, how she was able to get funding for her app, her terrible dating stories, the problems she was experiencing when she was using dating apps, tips on how to create a strong profile, and how she was how her boyfriend was able to get out of the friend zone, and so much more. So let's get started. So thank you so much, Heather, for joining me. I'm really looking forward to getting to know you. Love to know about your story, different career changes you've had. How did you get to the place you are now? Oh, that's a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, thanks for having me, Sophia. Um, So I am the CEO and founder of GoDate. And GoDate is a video-based dating app. And that means that after matching, instead of spending all this time chatting back and forth, you go right to having a five-minute face-to-face video conversation with conversation starters. And then you find out if you have a chemistry, you know, you have that chemistry and connection. And once you know you have that, then you spend your time chatting. But we're really, we're really rewriting the equation in which people communicate. And, um, so I started in in TV and film at 14, started a podcast all about dating about four years ago that threw me into experiencing all the apps, um, you know, giving all my friends dating advice, everyone would talk to me about it. And I just knew that there was something, there was something wrong and there was something missing. It was that actual human connection element. And so I, I brought Go Date to life and we really mirrored the way that people meet in real life. Just we use online, um, you know, modern technology. You know, you you go to the store, you see that that cute guy across in the in the aisle right there, and then you go up and you talk to him. You see if you have that connection, and then you get each other's numbers to further that connection. So we're really just using that same um, in person process, but using um, modern technology. And where did you get that idea for your podcast? So my podcast. Well, I started a podcast originally. It was just for fun. Um, I started. I, I was, I already do um, some like radio and voiceover work. And so I already had this nice mic. And so I said, okay, I got to get some bang for buck here. <laughs> what can I do to, um, to, to use this mic for other things? And I, you know, that was in the whole 
the whole YouTube craze where everyone's like, oh, make a YouTube vlog things. And I just never connected to vlogging. I don't, I don't want to like walk around my whole life with a camera. And so I said, oh, I can start a podcast. And that was really before it was like this big thing. Like now I feel like a lot of people have, you know, tapped into podcasting, but I remember teaching people like, oh, here's what a podcast is. Like they didn't even know at that time. And so I, I started a podcast. I would just drink hot tea with my with my really um, you know cool, intelligent friends, and we would have these great conversations over hot tea. And I ended up putting out an episode all about boys with my boy crazy roommate, and that's the one that really skyrocketed and listened. Um, and so that's when I kept people were I want more, more, more dating stuff. And so I kept doing, you know, I would give my friends dating advice. I would, you know, tell people my funny, crazy, horrible dating stories. Um, and then it just, I ended up rebranding my whole show to be all about dating. And then that's really what launched me into what I'm doing now. How long, how long did it take you to develop the app? What was the process like getting investors and putting this app together? Um, so it took me, I, I started developing uh, go date almost two years ago. So it's, everyone thinks, you know, with quarantine and everything, they're like, Oh, you just whipped that one up. I'm like, no, I didn't. I wish that's how, you know, software that no, you, it takes a long time, lots of testing. Um, so it, it really did take, <laughs> take quite a bit of time. And, um, as far as finding investors, um, wow, that's, that's God right there. Um, I, I just always, I always knew I wanted to start a company and I never knew what it would be. Um, and this was just something that was my own personal problem with dating apps. I mean, I was on all of them and I just kept going, gosh, you know, I was, I was going so many bad dates and I was so sick of it. And so I made a pledge to myself that I would FaceTime with guys before I ever agreed to go on a date. And I said, I'm not, like that is my prerequisite. There is no, there is no more in-person dates without getting through my barrier of FaceTime. And that changed everything for me. Like I, you know, you would go to FaceTime with the guy and you could see how they moved and how they spoke and you could see your chemistry right through the phone. And it was just so amazing because then we would actually go on the date and we'd be really excited to see each other where, I don't know if you've used dating apps, but usually you, you get to the restaurant or the place and you go, ah, hey, uh, uh, you know, we met. It's just this awkwardness and, and really FaceTime before started us out on this like great foundation where we already had this like face-to-face connection. But then the other side of it was that the guy would then have my phone number. And if I wasn't interested in them, then they would keep messaging me. And, um, you know, like I had to like break up with this guy that I didn't even, <laughs> there was nothing there with. And so I said, you know, why isn't there an app? that after you match just goes right. Like if this is the determinant, our chemistry, why not just go right to figuring that out first before we invest any of our time, you know, chatting back and forth or meeting, like let's find that out first. And so that's what goat dates all about is after you match, um, they go into your match section. And the first thing you can do is you click that big blue button and it will actually put you in a, in a timed, um, video date. If they answer, of course, I, I always like to describe it like a protected phone. So it's not like once you match the camera just turns on. Um, but you get on the state, it's timed. 
and there's a, there's conversation starters on the date. So you don't have to worry about awkwardness. It is like so fun. You get a total read of the person and how you guys are. And then it'll say how to go afterwards. And then that's when you can chat or, or a match or block report, whatever you need to do. Um, and it really just makes the process so much more seamless and so much more real. So, um, I, I don't remember you asked how I, why I started it. Oh, how you got investors. Right. So, so as far as investors go, I, I basically knew that what I was doing, I, I had this whole thing in my head of, I, I just, I was like, I, this, this, I just was so frustrated that this app didn't exist that I was like, okay, I'm going to have to make it myself. And, um, that's when I ran tons of studies, did tons of research for about three months. I didn't tell anyone. And I actually, part of my research was going into Uber pools all over and I would just jump into cars. And if you're familiar with that, it just, you get into a car with a bunch of strangers and that's what I wanted. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll get them in the car and then I'll turn my camera. I'll, I'll ask them, of course, turn my camera around. And I say, what are the cons of dating apps? And so I got all these people's, you know, think them talking about, you know, the, the catfishing and the waste of time and how they hate texting and all this stuff. And I compiled it all together and I'm like, oh my gosh, GoDate would solve all these different things. Like this is, this, this, this solution would seriously help so many people. And the problems extend beyond, I'm I'm not the only one having these problems. Like so many random people from all over are having these problems. And so I had this and I was working one of my five jobs. I was working as a receptionist, one of my jobs. And um, a, a office member came up to me and he said, Hey, Heather. Um, so I just want to know, how did they find, like, you're always so happy and nice. How did they find you as a, a, here? Like, you know, I'm looking for an assistant. Maybe I could use that recruiter. I'm like, oh, you know, I needed, I needed an extra, an extra side hustle for, so I could continue acting, but I'd love to connect you with, um, I'd love to connect you with my friend who's actually looking to be an assistant. So he hands me his card. It says CEO. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go talk to him. So I say, Hey, you know, I see that I sent, I sent your card to my friend, but I see that you started your own company. So I would love to hear your tips because I'm trying to start my own company. And so he actually, he goes at the end of the conversation, he goes, send me your stuff. So I sent him everything and he became my first angel investor. And then it snowballed from there. He introduced me to his different people. We had other people come in and introduce it to their people. And it's just, um, we have now 27 shareholders. Incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so cool. <laughs> and how'd you come up with the name? <laughs> yes, the name. Everyone always has that question. I always like to say, I'm like, you know what? Google was weird at first too. It's all, every, every word is weird at first. But Goat Date originated and it's spelled G-O-A-T, all caps, date. Um, so Goat Date originated from um, my, my mom, actually. She grew up in Oklahoma and they used to go on things called Coke Dates. And basically what a Coke date was, is it was a, before they committed to like a dinner or a bigger date, is they would just have a Coke together. You know, it's, there's a, you can only drink a Coke for so long. There was a start and an end basically. And it would just, it, it wasn't too much investment. It was just to get to know each other and see if you guys have something. So I love that whole concept. And that's what a Goat date is. We're bringing that into using modern technology to kind of mirror that same, that same idea um, and so we call it the greatest of all time date, meaning, you know, you can't beat face to face. So we're like having a face to face date is called a goat date. Mm. 
And if you want to extend it, can you extend the chat longer for five minutes or you can only talk for five minutes? That is requested <laughs> among everyone. They're like, Heather, but like if I really like them, then I want to talk longer. And absolutely we will be extending that. We will have a feature in the future that will, will that will allow you to extend that. But I will tell you the five minutes is intentional because if you're not into that person, think about that side. You're going to want that out. <laughs> you're not going to want that time. So it is, it is intentional. How do you like utilize those whole five minutes? Cause I feel like that's so short. Like what questions should you ask? Actually. So it's, it's really the perfect amount of time. Like it's, you, I mean, I, I, I say that like GoDate, it has, it's like the only app that you'll ever be on that I have ever seen that you'll actually get like this giddiness and feeling after using it. Like I call it that GoDate feeling. And it's because you're actually connecting with someone and laughing and like enjoying each other's company. And it like you, you, you leave that GoDate and you're smiling and you're like, like, when does that ever happen on dating apps? I remember just being like, you know, right, like my thumbs all <laughs> doing all the workout and like just writing back and forth, but you don't get that same, like, like, this is like, you get those butterflies and, and the five minutes really goes by really fast and you fill it with, we have conversation starters on the date. So if, um, when you're making your account, you actually fill out instead of bios because bios are horrible. Who wants to write a, a bio on why someone should date them? I mean, that's just like so awkward and weird. Um, so we took that all out and we have asked me about instead. So you'd say, ask me about my podcast. And so on the actual date, um, you, the, the users can pull up a cheat sheet on the person they're talking to. So they might go, they might see that you're, you're trying to go to them. So you're calling them. So they'll answer it. They'll go, Hey, Hey, Sophia. And then they'll click the cheat sheet and they'll be like, they'll go, Oh yeah. She wrote about, she said, ask about her podcast. So what's the deal with your podcast? And suddenly you're, you're telling your story and you guys are having this like really interactive date, um, all about things that you uniquely, that are a, a big part of your life. Mm -hmm. It's so smart. It's so yeah, great. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> I ask, what horrible dates did you go on before you started to go? <laughs> oh my gosh. So gosh, I mean, I had so many bad ones. <laughs> I can hear all about my whole dating life on my podcast, but um, let's see. I had one where I'm on the date and I ended up finding out that the guy was a medium and psychic. So he actually started to tell me that my grandpa was talking to him. Um, so he kept interrupting the date. Wait, he's saying, he, I'm like, what, what is going on? He didn't tell me like what was happening. So I'm just like sitting at dinner and the guy's like, he's saying, he's saying he's wishes he's, 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 he's proud of you. I'm like, what, what is happening? <laughs> and then he goes on to explain everything. I had that. Um, I had, I had one where the guy was like super witty and funny over the chat. And then we met in person. And I mean, I could not have gone out with a more brick wall of a, like, I mean, he didn't talk. He literally just sat there just staring. I'm like, um, so I just kept having to like try to talk and he just would say yes or no. And, and it was just, I mean, it was brutal. And, and the, everyone who has been, who's used online dating and who's gone on different dates, like I'm sure listeners will be like, oh my God, I totally know what you're talking about. The people are just so different over text than they are in person a lot of times. So that was really the biggest thing. <laughs> and how long should you talk to someone, text someone before actually taking it into real life? I know it's kind of different with the current climate, but before, the, before all of this. <laughs> I don't, 
think there's really a cap to it. I I am very much on the so so there's a lot of dating coaches or you know relationship experts will say like wait a couple days, wait this, and I'm very much like if that's what you're feeling, if you're like oh my gosh, I really want to meet with this person now, go do it. Why not? Like what do you have to lose? You know, if you, if, if that's really how you feel, then why, why would you wait on that? Like experience life, like, and, and on a good day, especially like it, it truly does come with a feeling. Like when, when you meet that, when you meet that person on go date, you get so happy. And then you want to like, like absolutely right after that date, go say, Hey, what are you doing right now? Like, let's hang out, you know? And it, it is like the best way to take that connection from you know, meeting face to face and like getting all giddy and and go right away and act on it. Like go figure out a time to hang out. Like don't wait, don't wait around for that. I noticed with like other dating apps, you know, like the conversation tends to die down pretty fast, you know, does with go date, I would assume since you have that in-person connection, maybe the connection is stronger. Have you noticed like a difference in that aspect? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really crazy because on so many other apps, um, you know, you end up, you kind of, you're just chatting with all these different people and you actually don't know if you get along face to face. Like you could be, and this happened to me, like you could be the most bantering, you know, greatness over a chat. And then you meet in person, you're like, holy no, no, (laughs) it happens all the time. But with us, you're really only spending time chatting with someone that you have that chemistry and connection with. So you know, we have been able to generate so many more meaningful relationships versus like a lot of like gamey type relationships. Does that make sense? And you get a real essence for how the person is because um, I always like to say you could be the hottest guy in the world with the worst personality. Okay. And on other dating apps, you might just kill it. Okay. Because it's all over chat. So you can have your friend chatting for you. You could be, you could do anything on go date. If you have a, if you're the hottest guy or, or whatever, and you have a horrible personality, you're going to get on that go date. You're going to try your different things. And, and the girl's going to be like, no, you are no thanks. And you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to tell right off the bat that that person's not a good person. So you're never going to go on a date with them. So on go date, we're really going to be stopping a lot of that antics, from, a lot of those antics from happening. And what tips do you have in terms of making your profile stand out? Yeah. So I see so many profiles every single day <laughs> and, um, gosh, I, I, I have so many tips, but, um, I think probably the best tips I could share is on your profile. So I would say guys are the most challenged at this. Girls are like, I would say generally like pretty, you know, they, they, they kind of know what, what to do for girls. I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is, but even like on Instagram, like girls kind of have like this aesthetic that they follow. Guys are kind of like, eh, whatever. I don't, I don't get it. What's wrong with it? I'm like, no, you should not post that. But the first photo I always say to post a friendly photo because that's the first thing that people see. So if your first photo is like you, like really grumpy, why would anyone look at that and go, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta talk to them. They're, what a, what a catch, you know, you want to show off your, your friendly side. And so the first photo should always be a very clear photo, friendly, you know, picture clear, you can see your face clearly. The second photo, um, I would say a full body. So, you know, wear your favorite dress or whatever that is. Um, and just, you know, full body, it doesn't have to be like, you know, 
like a, a weird on a white background, just like a, just like a picture of you standing from a far, farther back. Um, then the third one, I would say you and your element. So maybe for you, Sophia, it'd be you with, you know, your podcast gear on like, yeah. And that just gives, you know, that as, as you're going through the profile, that gives them an idea of like, oh, cool. She's like interested in this. And this is her lighting up in her element. And then the next photo, I would say to post a picture of you with your friends. So with people you love, um, this could be your family. It could be your friends, whatever, whatever it is, people that you love so that, you know, when you're looking at, when you're, when you're looking, when you're going through their profile, you can see this person, um, kind of, I, I think I, I always lean on the quote, um, you are who you surround yourself with. And I think it's true. Such a big part of who we are is the people around us. And so I think like giving your potential matches a glimpse of that really just like makes it e even more like they can picture, oh my gosh, this girl, this girl might, might be amazing. And then the last picture, um, I would say to, if you have an animal or if you have a, I always say post a photo of something you care about. So it could be an animal. Those always kill it. Just post a photo of you and your dog and you are getting matches. Your, your match um, increase is going up. Um, so post a picture of, you know, maybe it's you with a niece or nephew or it's you with your grandparents or whatever it is, something showing your caring side because that really gives users um, a glimpse of like, you know, oh, wow, like this person's heart, like it's a, them a glimpse of your heart. Um, and then the last photo, just a bonus. You can do a, a you know, a photo of you at work, whatever it is, um, just add a bonus photo in there. Mm -hmm. So those are like good profile tips. <laughs> and how do you feel about shirtless pictures? <laughs> <laughs> I would lean on the side of no. However, I've seen them work every once in a while, but Ooh, it's gotta be like a tasteful one. <laughs> like if, if you're like in the mirror, like mm, probably not, probably. Not. Yeah. And do you think for like descriptions or bios or anything like that, do you think you should make it more polarizing? So like you filter people out, do you think, what do you think you should do in terms of that? Um, I like to say less is more in this case. Um, so I am a big believer and I always tell that, you know, anyone who follows Go Day on Instagram or, or anyone who talks to me about this, I always say, you'd be surprised who you actually end up hitting it off with. Because um, like if there was a science to, you know, finding someone that you're into, then everyone would have found their match. You know, if there was actually like, oh, you, you put these deal breakers and then they put these deal breakers and they match you, like you find your perfect match. No. That doesn't exist. Like it's all based on this beautiful, magical thing called chemistry. And there is no science to it. Um, so I think bios and, and being really strict on your, your different things of what you're looking for actually will, um, they'll actually do more harm than good because um, it, it just, it will close you off to things that you might actually end up being, might close you off to people that you might actually end up being perfect for um, and I think, you know, you hear from so many couples that they, the person they actually end up, end up with is totally opposite than what they ever imagined, you know? And so on goat date, I always tell people, I'm like, you know, just talk, go on as many goat dates with different people and see, because chemistry is like, it's the unwritten, like you could have chemistry with this person that you never would have imagined, but suddenly like this person becomes everything you've ever wanted. 
And so I think bios and being really sticklers on them and, and like putting bullet points of what you're looking for, that will actually only back you into a corner versus like open you up. And what's a good opening line? And do you think it makes a difference if the guy makes a first move or the girl makes a first move? I hate opening lines. <laughs> my I'm like such a, I hate all the games of all like, ugh. Um, I, I don't, just be yourself. Like, don't play into any of this, you know, like, don't play, don't do a pickup line. Don't do any of that stuff. I, and that's what, you know, on go take, we don't have opening lines. You, you meet them how you would in person. Hey, what's up? Hey, Sophia, how are you? Where are you right now? You're showing them, you know, oh, I'm here. And it's just more natural. But on these other apps, you do have to have that first thing. So I would say, just make it simple. Um, just say, hi, hi, how are you? You know, simple, nothing. Don't go over the top. Less is more. <laughs> awesome. Are you currently single or in a relationship? What I ironically, while I was creating this app for myself to use, um, I ended up meeting my boyfriend after being single for six years. Wow. And how'd you meet him? <laughs> I met him in acting class, actually. Um, he, we, I was just so focused on my company that I wasn't even like thinking about you know, my, myself really. And, um, of course that's when you meet, meet that person when you're least expecting it, but so that's what happened. Um, we met, he was in the friend zone <laughs> and then, and then, uh, he got out <laughs> eventually. How'd he get out? <laughs> Good question. So, well, to go into it, he, he was, he, I was driving home from acting class and he was like, what are you, he had already tried a couple times and I had just either not responded, said I was busy, other things. He's in this other room. So he's probably like listening, like, Oh my God. Um, he talked about this, but then I finally, um, agreed to go on. He, he, I was driving him home. He's like, what are you doing right now? I'm like, Oh, I mean, it's late. I have meetings in the morning. I got to go to bed kind of thing. And he was like, Oh no, let's go to this lookout point. I'm like, uh, and then he ended up going, come on, Heather, be spontaneous, live a little. And then I was like, okay, fine. So we get to the top of this beautiful lookout in LA and there's a couple sitting there. And so he's thinking like, oh, they really ruined the whole mood here. <laughs> and I'm, and then we walk up and I go, hey guys, this is so beautiful. Can I take a photo of you guys? And so I take a, I go to take a photo of them and they go, oh, can we take a photo of you guys? And I was like, oh, we're not. And next thing you know, we're like smiling for this photo. And they go, wait guys, if you guys kiss, it'd be the most beautiful silhouette. And so then he kisses me and everything kind of changed from there. <laughs> he was one of my just good friends and then things change. Mm-hmm. Make the move. Do what you want. There's no timing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like a favorite episode from your podcast? Okay. So one of my most popular episodes is called Cray or Bay. And we talk about the element. Okay. So there's that fine line between is something crazy or is it kind of like, oh, you're so crazy. I love it. <laughs> you know, like if a guy like does this like outlandish thing to get your attention, is it crazy? Or is it kind of like, oh, it's kind of a bay move. And we go through all these like super fun scenarios. And I'm, I'm a big prankster. So I prank a lot of people on my show. So if anyone's listening, you'll definitely, if you go to my show, The Hookup with Heather Hopkins, you'll definitely hear some really crazy pranks that I do that I do to my guests. They're very funny. I put in fake collars. All it's it's we do everything. <laughs> and what have your twenties been like so far? 
my 20s have been fast. <laughs> I feel like I'm like, oh my God, I'm already almost 24. And I, I started Goat Date at 21. I was almost 22. And like, I just, I feel like it's just been so fast. Like it's moved so fast. It's been so great and colorful though. So maybe colorful is the best word to describe it. Very colorful. And what's something you're obsessed with right now? see I'm obsessed with um oh I'm obsessed with like business podcasts (laughs) I know but I just love hearing from smart people and and like I just think it's so beautiful that we have this resource to you know listen to smart we could have never connected or heard from the minds of people from across the world and I feel like when you when you when you start when you have your own company or maybe you're thinking of some different things. When you hear someone else talking about their journey, it kind of like you go, oh, whoa. And that makes your mind go off into this thing. And I just think it's really beautiful that we have that resource. So I've been like just tearing those up and, and listening to as many as I can, just because it helps my mind always be innovative and creative. What's the biggest challenge you've had to overcome and how did you do it? That's another loaded <laughs> question. <laughs> so I had, um, when I started my company, I had like horrible anxiety. Like it makes me want to cry thinking about it. Um, but I had horrible, horrible, I had a health problem that I didn't know was like tearing into other parts of my life. And, um, I, I ended up getting horrible acne to the point where I couldn't smile. It would hurt. I couldn't like, I would, I would be so it would be so hard for me to even see someone like I would, I was just, I've always been a very confident person, but just even like going to see a friend, I was so self-conscious. I couldn't put makeup on. It hurt to even touch my face. I had it all over my neck covering all of my face. Um, I mean, it was crazy. Like it was just a, a, just, I went from having no clear skin. I had been on Accutane before and and it came all back and, but like worse than ever. And so my, my horrible acne, um, it all stemmed at a, at a health problem. So that, that triggered horrible acne. And then it triggered, um, horrible anxiety and depression, panic attacks, the whole shebang. I couldn't sleep. Um, I would, you know, at the same time, I was also raising money for my company. So I remember there was like a pitch where I had to do, and I was, I had a panic attack during it and I had to, you know, I had all these like super savvy, huge, you know, New York investors on the phone. And I, I bombed it. I straight up, like they go, Heather, tell us, tell us about this. And I full on, I couldn't breathe. I, I had to like, it was horrible. And thankfully I had my, um, my angel investor covered for me during that time. But I mean, this was like affecting my life so much. And I was just like, how am I going to run this whole thing when I have to be so strong? And when I have to be, you know, like I, I'm, this whole thing. I have all these pressures, like all these people's money. And I have these horrible panic attacks and anxiety and acne when I, I, I don't even feel good to go outside and hang out with a friend. Like I only felt good to like sit behind my computer and just work and, and phone call and, and do all that. But I mean, it was like, it was so hard. And, um, that was really hard to overcome. That was about like almost like nine months long of these, these episodes. And it, it, it definitely like, it made me go, if I can get through this, then I can get through anything because it was just so hard. 
to have all that and on top of all the new pressures I was experiencing as a, as a really young professional. Um, and I ended up finding out in this, this last January, the root of all of it, and I had to get surgery and I have been totally fine since I don't have to take any medications for any anxiety. I, my skin is clear. Like it's, it's just so crazy. Um, but that was the hardest for me to overcome is like still being my same strong self when internally so much is going on. Um, but as an entrepreneur, you can't, you have, you know, you have to have resilience and like, just because things are down, like you can't let them keep you down. So I was always like fighting to like stay afloat and, um, I'm proud of myself for, you know, even though I was miserable, still, still sticking through it and, um, getting out of it. What are you motivated by? I am motivated by, I love to connect people. Like that is, to me, there's nothing more beautiful than hearing users. They sometimes will message me and I get like, like people just don't realize as a founder, how much it means when like to them, they're, they don't, they don't understand like how much I've gone through to make this possible and, and how hard it's been. And so when I get messages of like, Oh my gosh, Heather, this app has changed my life. Like I just met this amazing person and we're now dating like that makes me so happy. Or even like, especially during this time of quarantine, you know, we didn't, we didn't know that we would launch into this time at all. Um, but it's been really awesome to see, to hear from singles and they're like, Oh my gosh, Heather, just the five minute conversation has changed my, the entire course of my quarantine. Like just knowing I can still date and still have these beautiful conversations and actually connect with people that's changed everything. It's made me, my spirits are lifted. I don't feel like I was really bummed in the beginning and then I found you guys and I've been, you know, putting myself out there and, and meeting new people. And they're like, that has changed everything for me. And like, just knowing that what, what I've, I've helped create or, you know, what I've created with the help of many, you know, amazing team members, um, knowing that that technology can really change people's life and connect people that would have never connected is the coolest thing. And it always keeps me whenever things get hard, I just go, you know what, but so-and-so is waiting to meet so-and-so like that there's people that, that need to meet. (laughs) And what advice would you give to your 20 year old self? Do everything. (laughs) I think the best thing that I, and this has been, I grew up, my dad was an entrepreneur too. So I always watched him try things and fail and try things and win and try things and fail and try things and win. He was always, always a roller coaster my whole life. And the thing that he always did was he just did it. He never questioned. He didn't let, I mean, there's, he didn't let, you know, all the, he didn't let fear stop him. He just kind of jumped in. And that's why I've always been like that. You know, whenever I get my mind, like even my podcast, it was kind of like, it was literally within seconds. I was like, Oh, my, my friend was over. I was like, you know, she'd be a great person. I'm going to do a podcast. Here we go. I pulled out the mic, wrote up a thing really quick. Like we're literally just sitting there. I'm like, okay. And here's the outline. Here's my questions. Here we go. Let's set up the mic here. And Hey guys, it's Heather Hopkins. And I just went for it. And I just learned along the way. And I think a lot of us get like stuck. Like we got stuck and like we let the fears kind of talk ourselves out of things. And, you know, we don't, 
we don't realize that just do it and it's okay if you fail and it's okay if you're like learning while doing it, but at least you like took the step and jumped in and did it. That's the best thing that you could do for yourself because you never know where things can lead you. My podcast and my experience of having horrible dates threw me into this, this amazing, beautiful thing. And so you just never know what things can lead to, but the best thing you can do is just keep jumping in and just keep, keep going. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. I had so much fun chatting with you. Yeah. Um, yeah so fun. Where can people connect with you? So you can find my personal Instagram is at Heather A. Hopkins. And then you can find GoDate's Instagram at GoDate. So I'm always on there giving really specific dating advice, video dating tips, all kinds of stuff. Um, and then, of course, we're on the App Store and Android. Just go look up GoDate, find us, um, and let's change the way that we connect online. Let's get back to actually seeing each other face-to-face first. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'd love if you can leave me a review on iTunes. Please feel free to share it with any friends you think the story would resonate with. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.